what a day. What a day. You guys follow me on Telegram? Yeah, it's been a couple of days on there. And geez, everything's blowing up to John Durham, election fraud, just all this stuff. Ugh. It's way too tough to keep up with, gotta be honest with you. But I'm gonna do my best here in this video, going through a bunch of different news stories, whatever's going on in the world, man. So thanks for kicking it here with me, all you guys. Live on DLive on Twitch, uh, Foxhole Fam 2. If you're new here, the way it goes is that I'll show you a bunch of different news articles, give you my thoughts. And then towards the end of the video, live, I'll do a Q&A. I cut that Q&A out of the re-uploads, though. So make sure you join live to get in on those if you want. But these videos will also go up on BitChute, Rumble, Odyssey, and Gab TV afterwards. Gosh, we deal with so many freaking accounts these days that it's tough to keep track of all of them. But videos go on those. Podcasts go up on Podbean as well. And you can find links to all of those on my website and in my videos, on my Telegram. You can find them around. So... To start off, we're going to go through, just jump around some stuff. I guess we could see, we could say I'm seeing in the alternative media, alt media, some different stories, whatnot, to keep an eye on. And then um, we'll get to John Durham. We'll get to, to vaccines, all that all that garbage. First of all, Tom McDonald dropped a new song. Don't know if you guys know. It's, pretty, it's a pretty good one. Propaganda, it's called, with Dax. And it's a little different than his usual music, but Tom McDonald's always spit facts. Always spitting facts. We've got, <clears throat> and this is uh, something to be aware of, guys. Something to keep your eyes out for. Uh, David Nino, apparently on his YouTube during his live stream last night, was talking about Wano Savin, and they were discussing. Um, Nino was discussing this John McAfee Telegram account. He even shared a post from this McAfee Telegram account. And the claim was going that this official McAfee Telegram account was going to be dropping some, I don't know, crazy intel, some deets or something like that. <laughs> so Nino was pumping this thing. And I think another guy, too, his name's Prime Minister. They were both really just like, you guys got to go follow it. Intel's going to be dropped tonight. Shit like that. And turns out it was a crypto scam. <laughs> official McAfee. Because, of course, McAfee is on Telegram, right? Shared links to wallet addresses for crypto, XRP, XLM, Bitcoin, and others. <laughs> that was it. Like, honestly, guys, we got to get our shit together. And the, the influencers, the people who want to be leaders, we, gotta get, we have to get our shit together. The consumers of information, our audiences, like, we, we all got to get our shit together. You know what I'm saying? So, come on. Like... Come on, lot of, lot of, lot of lazy ones out there. Gotta say, and then also uh, David Wilcock apparently has a new insider. He's got a webinar, the Insider Revelation series. It's gonna be over the next three weekends. First part starts this weekend, and luckily it's free. Got to give your email though. But apparently there's a never before seen intel coming from a never before seen insider that goes by the name of Ben. They're calling him, I guess, the Tesla of our generation. I, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I hope, I always hope. I never want to be wrong in thinking that it's like clickbait LARPy kind of stuff, but uh, please prove me wrong. <laughs> please prove me wrong, but I don't know. And then last thing here, uh, quick note, I got a fresh batch of hemp oil in. 
hemp oil, CBD oil, and also uh, colloidal silver that has CBD in it. This stuff's great on your skin, by the way. And uh, contrary to what some influencers peddle in alternative media, uh, mine's not an MLM. <laughs> it's not a multi-level marketing gig. This is uh, my own brand that uh, helps me. And then I also help you send you something good. Now let's get into Durham. Durham, bringing the goods. I posted a couple videos on my channels today. Somebody said Wano save and change. I don't know. That guy's always, I think, been a been a joke. And I can't believe people believe folks like that in this movement. It's crazy. Anyway, we'll rant about that another day. Let's keep focused here. John Durham indicting Michael Sussman. The Sussman trial. He pled not guilty as well. Sussman, this, ugh. Doesn't he look like a creep? Ugh. Sussman's trial is going to be next Friday. No, not Friday. Excuse me. That will be Wednesday. Next Wednesday, the 22nd. And he pled not guilty, so we'll see what happens of that. But, <laughs> oh, poor fella. He thinks he can escape. All these weirdos think they can escape. And it's just not going to happen. Now let's look at the mainstream media reaction to this. Here we've got predictable, and these are the narratives that look like just came out a few hours ago, CNN, WAPO, all your usual suspects. Is that all John Durham has? Is that all he's got? Is is this all there is, says WAPO? Says CNN, that's, that is the narrative. They want to try to say it's a nothing burger, and the shills have been out on Telegram too. The shills have been out on Telegram and all the other, all the other tech platforms trying to make you think it's nothing that nothing's ever going to happen, like this is it, Sussman, who's he? But of course, you got to start with the small fries, and then you get to the big fries. And it looks like it's time for them to start unraveling this thing. I mean, it's been long enough, right? But on the other hand, if we're going to think of this all strategically, and of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. I don't know, it just it's played out as it had to. We've had to be patient. We've been patient for a long time. We've been ridiculed and made fun of, you know, the crazy Q people, the crazy Trump supporters, always talking about John Durham, et cetera, et cetera. But, hey, I can wait. I can handle some ridicule for a year or two, you know, <laughs> a few years for this to happen It all to be sweet victory in the end. So there's that. And a uh, cool hat tip from Dan Scavino today on the 17th of all days. Sweet number, right? We've got Dan Scavino posting to his Twitter account, this one right here. Anybody who thinks my story is anywhere near over, over is sadly mistaken, as if that's a quote from Trump. This photo of the back of Trump he Trump's head. Lo and behold, a Q drop from earlier last year, number 3826. Ooh, it's been a while since I've gone over Q drops in these videos, right? Naming the numbers like that. <laughs> Uh, this drop had that same photo, and then, funny enough, it linked a tweet from Scavino as well. As if, that's not a coincidence. Can't believe some people are thinking, Q is deep state lately, some psyop, something or other. Like, come on, man. You can clearly see what it was. It was just, uh, it was a back channel. It was an op for uh, three and a half years there. Right? Four? Three and a half? Four? Jeez, been a while. And they were using posts on the internet just to get around the freaking media. Like, how it's really simple. People overthink the absolute crap out of it, but it's kind of simple when you boil it down. Granted, 
it can get very complex with the proofs and the history and the community that formed and all that. But when you boil it down, it was just a, it was an op. It was a, it was literally a psyop. Actually, it was a psychological operation project conducted, but that doesn't mean it was bad. That doesn't mean uh, everybody's in on it, right? It's very compartmentalized. Only a few were in the core group, read in on everything. And, uh, you know, plenty of videos have been made on that by me and others. Subject we can discuss another day. Onward now to the Arizona audit. The uh, date for the audit results is officially been set as per Wendy Rogers. The date to release the audit results is next Friday, September 24th at 1 p.m. Is that 1 Central Standard Time? Is that Arizona time? Are they Central right now or are they PST? 1 p.m. Senate floor on Friday. Eyes open. See something. Say something. Be on guard. Wendy, Wendy Rogers even tweeted this herself. She said, Deep State's going to want a distraction. Misdirection censor it right just be on guard over the next week they're gonna try to throw as much as they can at the wall as much shit out there ufos ooh, get your attention mandates uh get everybody scared and talking about that you know who knows what next week will bring but keep your eyes on the ball next friday it's happening and i'm sure it's not a coincidence that this is happening the same time that durham is dropping interesting Trump continuing to push Georgia to move forward with their election fraud because it looks like the Arizona results are coming ASAP. Uh, Georgia is next. Pennsylvania, too. Uh, we've got, what, Wisconsin or, or Michigan, too, one of those states. Uh, Trump actually sending a letter to Georgia's Secretary of State, Raffsenberger, and the uh, governor there, Kemp, to decertify the res results. And the letter he sent included a report of the 43,000 absentee ballot votes counted in DeKalb County that violated the chain of custody rules. 43,000 clearly fraudulent ballots that could have overturned that state themselves. Ha! <laughs> Troll Master Trump sending that in the letter to them. Ah, uh, yeah, they know. They know the writings on the wall in Georgia. Nancy Pelosi comparing the Capitol riot January 6th to the 9-11 terror attacks. She was talking in the UK today, took part in a speech, and she blamed the riot on Trump, of course. And she also said, thank you, Facebook, for to sell 2 million members of QAnon, whatever that means. Maybe her dementia is kicking in a little bit. I think they're writing word for word, quoting her here. Thank you, Facebook, for to sell 2 million members of QAnon. Yeah, these people, <laughs> their brain is gone. Their brain is gone, gone. So there's that. Also, on uh, kind of on the same topic as January 6th, but also September 18th, Trump did an interview with the Federalist outlet, and he straight up called the rally happening tomorrow a setup. He's just straight calling it a setup. Not saying that's the intention of the organizers. Gotta be careful. But no doubt the FBI is sitting there like, mm, yes, what can we do? What can we do? So he's out there calling it that. 
This September 18th rally, though, is calling for the release of the political prisoners around January 6th. There's a lot of them still in jail, still dealing with uh, lawsuits and all that. And, of course, funny that he calls September 18th a setup because let's just point that to January 6th. Trump can't exactly come out and call January 6th a setup because they'll be on his ass for that, the media will. But he can call the 18th a setup. And funny how you just only need to go half a step further to equate that to January 6th. Speaking of September 18th, let's take a look at the the Newsweek. Week Newsweek's reaction, the mainstream media's reaction. QAnon figures, fear false flag, warn followers against September 18th rally. Uh, this is kind of our power, folks. We are the media now. With When we make enough of noise and are all on the same page, when we get that collective consciousness going in one direction, that it... Even if they were planning a false flag tomorrow, can't happen with that much publicity, that many people on the same page. And then Newsweek here, obsessed with us, writing about Ron, writing about Linwood and Sidney Powell. They also mention We the Media in here too. Shout out We the Media Telegram channel. If you guys didn't know, I'm one of the co-founders of that, of the We the Media channel. I don't post too much there or talk about it all that much, but yeah, you can thank me for that. I... I brought up the idea to IET, Inevitable ET, and I'm like, yo, Telegram, it's pretty sweet over there. We should we should go. This was late last year when we all got kicked off Twitter. And then, boom, we the media start exploding. So it's been fun. Also, Project Veritas, they've got another whistleblower coming on Monday, Monday evening. They're going to be releasing a report from their own vaccine whistleblower. Man, I love the fact that Project Veritas is having the balls to go after Big Pharma. That is one, that is Big Pharma, I mean, at least before COVID. I guess mainstream conservatives now are questioning vaccines all over the place, but at least before COVID, that was something that the the people who claim to be truth media, at least in the mainstream, really didn't go for, didn't touch, but now... A lot of them are. There's, st- there's still some like conservatives that are pro-vax too. It's weird. And they always got to preface it for their audiences so they don't get attacked or, you know, people thinking bad about them. Oh, I'm pro-vax, but I'm totally pro-vax. Don't, wor- don't worry. I'm pro-vaccine. I am so vaccine. I'm like a pincushion. <laughs> but, but. Yeah, come on, man. Just say it. Just own it. So there's that. Also, speaking of vaccine whistleblowers, Del Bigtree had what he called a whistleblower on his show, I think yesterday or two days ago. And it's pretty interesting. There was some neat claims in there. I think it was a woman that worked at a hospital and uh, was saying that she was pressured not to fill out VAERS reports. And she was saying all of her coworkers, they weren't doing their VAERS reports at all. VAERS being the, you know, when they get a vaccine reaction, they log it to VAERS. The counting system, hospital worker was saying her... Co-workers were not, so she tried filling out some of their VAERS reports for them, and then management got on her case for it, told her to stop doing it, and literally used the words towing the line. And I think she had recordings, too. That whistleblower could have gone to Project Veritas, but I guess they went to Dell Bigtree. Dell Bigtree's great, great anyway. And uh, usually the term whistleblower, right? Whistleblower, insider. It's been so watered down by personalities and whatnot, who not. In recent years, so whistleblower, 
I guess it depends on who it comes from, if that word really has any meaning, right? But Project Veritas, you know, they're whistleblowers. They've, they've had something. They've had the goods. They've been actually working in some of these agencies and whatnot. So carries some weight when I hear Veritas say it. And I've never heard the Dell Bigtree use the word whistleblower. Or if he has, it was just, right, for Vax, the CDC whistleblower, William Thompson, back in 2015. But you know what I'm saying. Whistleblower. We'll see what Veritas brings on Monday. Onward from that, Nicki Minaj. Oh, my gosh. I used to call her Nicki Garbage as, uh, you know, pejorative, pejorative term to clown on her. But she's been gaining my respect for her courageousness to go after the vaccine industry and question it and not give a flying F whether whether the media clowns on her for it or attacks her, whatever the case. And check this out. How incredible is this? Nicki Minaj fans protest the CDC headquarters in Atlanta. They are out. It's funny they're wearing masks, right? So they're they're still kind of stuck in it, but they're they're out questioning vaccines, protesting the CDC headquarters, all this stuff. Like how awesome is that? <laughs> you can't make this shit up. My God, I I never would have thought it would be Nicki Minaj to start questioning things and getting getting those demographics, the younger people, the you know people of color who follow her, Nicki Minaj. It's it's awesome. It's so good that she's waking them up, getting them to question, and they're out protesting that. Like, that's that's awesome. Can't we all to co- come together? Isn't that what it's about? You know, where we go and we go all. That means everybody from all political spectrums, all colors. And that's that's the kind of shit that warms your heart, gives you goosebumps. You're like, yes, when people from opposite ends of whatever spectrum come together, start seeing the truth and then standing together for it. Hey, things are happening, man. It's going to be an awesome end to 2021. Then we'll see what 2022 brings. And then here's Nicki Minaj's Twitter. You can see she's dropping truth bombs, retweeting people. Uh, just going after, you know, not caring about the what, what the media is saying about her. She tweeted this just an hour or two ago. Ended up deleting it, but <laughs> what's Pfizer stock worth now? <laughs> and not just Pfizer, Moderna. Moderna is the one because that company's new. Pfizer's older, older company. Moderna was just started in 2015, 16, 17, something like that. Their stock <laughs> cranking up. Yup. So I'm not, I'm not about that though. I know some people who were, uh, you know, awake and aware they're playing Moderna and Pfizer stock. Cause they know it's going to go up. It's inevitable. It's predictable, but I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. I won't even play something like that. If I know it's a garbage company or just shit, like I don't, don't want to, I don't want to make money even if I'm making money off them. Right. So, Hey, now let's discuss Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Also, yes, I see some of you in the comments saying, uh, mentioning Nicki Minaj on Instagram. So on Twitter, I think she got banned for like a day or two or something like that. She got a a timeout on Twitter. So she went to Instagram and even on Instagram, she's lighting them up. She did a live stream today that had a hundred thousand listeners, hundred thousand. Now to put that in the perspective, CNN might get seven eight hundred thousand prime time right maybe minus the airports that and gyms that all play cnn but uh, so hundred thousand for an instagram live though that's 
Good. And then that demographic, too, because that demographic does not watch CNN, really. It's younger. They're typically getting brainwashed by the apps on their phones. So, uh, yeah, it's dasting. It's a lot bigger, and I think people realize this here, which is why I'm taking some time with it. And uh, CNN, I guess, was also harassing Nicki Minaj's family, like trying to contact her family. And she put this CNN reporter on freaking blast on her Instagram story, posting pictures of her. And... Uh, <laughs> I think a phone number. I hope that's not a personal phone number or like anything doxing, but maybe a work phone number <laughs> going after. Then we have Rolling Stone. Check this out. Nicki Minaj is a QAnon hero. I kid you not. That's the name of the of the article here. She's a QAnon hero. What? Do you see how they just bring those freaking boogeymen, those straw men into the uh into the conversation, the labels. That's how they divide people. They just label shit like that. She's, she's a hero, obviously. Like, look, look at this right here. These people out front, I guarantee you, they don't know what the hell a QAnon is. Those people right there. Oh, but they're, Nicki Minaj is their hero. They're out, they're out front protesting the CBG, CDC. Guarantee you, no idea what QAnon is. Uh, and funny enough, EJ Dix, Dixon, this is the reporter that called me a professional shit stir last year. Yes, that's the one. You can thank her for that label. When I was talking about on Twitter COVID being or chlorine dioxide being able to treat COVID, when I was going through the chlorine dioxide phase early last year and I was getting shit from everywhere. EJ Dixon, yes, she wrote an article for Rolling Stone calling me professional shit stir for the bleach. Good old bleach. Screw all these people. Screw these media idiots. Seriously, they actually think they're on the right side of history. Okay, a couple more things on COVID. Then we'll bounce around with some topics and finish up. Uh, FDA panel, the Fraud and Death Administration, endorsing COVID booster shots for people 65 and older today. Okay, but at the same time, they rejected them for people 16 and older. So they rejected them for all the young ones but approve them for ages 65 and up. I There's just weird stuff coming out of the CDC. I think I noted this in Wednesday's or Monday's video. It's like, it's like they're questioning themselves. It's like they don't know, almost like they're scared of the blowback they're getting, of the pushback. So on one hand, they're getting orders to tow the agenda and tow the line, so they're approving things and trying to roll stuff through but on the other end, they're rejecting things and kind of holding off a little more now than I guess they used to. It's, I think there's something going on in the FDA, maybe, maybe a lot of guilt starting to set in with some of these health officials. Uh, maybe them questioning each other too, like thinking they're on the, on the right and that's a good person, that's a good person around me. My boss is a good person or something like that in the FDA, but they're starting to question. Hopefully, right? Hopefully, in the institutions themselves, the people are finally having a backbone or some courage to start questioning and doing something about it. But, you know, the FDA, our whole health care, so-called health care industry in this country, needs to get exposed. People need to wake up to that more than anything. I don't know. They're all, they're all pretty bad. The Atlantic. Speaking of one is industry being bad, the media. The Atlantic here. Parents are tired of waiting for vaccines for their kids, so they're lying. 
it's surprisingly easy to get unauthorized COVID-19 vaccines for 10 and 11-year-olds who can, quote, pass for 12. Give me something that never, ever happened for $500, Mr. Alex Trebek. (laughs) This might have happened, but I guarantee you it probably only happened in, like, four people. And it sounds like the Atlantic is encouraging illegal behavior here, doesn't it? Really doesn't seem like they should be doing that. I don't know. Granted, a lot of the Atlantic's reporting you could classify as illegal in the past, straight yellow journalism. But, yeah, weird. Weird sub-headline there. Huh. What are they trying to get people to do? On to the border. Biden admin bans drones over the Del Rio. In Del Rio right now, there is a huge encampment. 10,000, 20,000 migrants. More than that. Wow. So much for social distancing. (laughs) And no drones. Biden admin said no drones. Don't want people figuring it out. They're censoring the airspace, I guess. Crazy. No drones. They don't want people figuring out what the heck's going on at the border. Wow. Incredible. And how many of these people? You know, in fact, Trump has been questioning this lately. How many actually scary people are coming in with the migrants? And I think it wasn't... Oh, I kind of want to take a second to look this up right now. I will. I think it was just a few days ago, there was a Pakistani national trying to cross the New York border illegally, and he was detained. Um, of course, Google's not gonna. New York border. Okay, I got uh, five seconds left. Give me five seconds. Pakistani nationals caught crossing border illegally in northern New York. Border patrol agents from Champlin Station apprehended two Pakistani nationals. That was three days ago. Yep. So, yeah. It ain't racist. It ain't racist. I'm all for immigration. But it's got to be legal, correct? Got to be vetted, correct? And that goes for any country. I want want any country to do that, okay? All right. Uh, Onward now to the Federal Reserve. Fed Chief Powell. This was reported just a few hours ago. This is crazy. Federal Reserve Chief Powell and other officials owned securities that the central bank bought during the COVID pandemic. So they the, the officials and even the Fed chief themselves owned securities that the central bank ended up buying, thus increasing their value. Thus, they owned these things. And then the agency they were overseeing bought the things they already owned so they knew the price would go up. Yeah, <laughs> I see. <laughs> I, agree. I agree with that one, Denmark. After we're done with these Arizona audits and these these election fraud audits, let's go let's go and take a look at that Federal Reserve after that. And then after we're done with the Federal Reserve, let's take those audits and march them right on up to DC and check out the Pentagon, right? See where all them black project money's been going, the billions if not trillions of dollars over the last 50 years. <laughs> There's a shitload of stuff we need to audit, right? Get the truth. We need to get the truth. 
So there's that. And they call crypto bad. It's for criminals. That's where all the money laundering goes, right? Ugh. Yet they do this. Freaking clown world. Uh, big tech. Facebook creating a new policy for fighting so coordinated social harm. That's what it's called, their new policy. Quote, coordinated social harm. Oh, don't you love it? Makes you feel so good inside. Makes you feel like you're really helping with the social justice, doesn't it? Go to war for the social justice. Coordinated social harm. No doubt. It's so when people get exposed, like, say, Michael Sussman indicted by John Durham or, say, anybody else, a mainstream media reporter, yeah. <laughs> Don't social harm me. Social distance, but not social harm. Uh, oh, gosh. So then a 1,000 people go in the comments and start lighting them up, and they have to they just ban everybody. It's their excuse. Look, in this article, I love it. They tagged it QAnon. Like, it's QAnon people being harassers, right? Oh, yeah, we're the harassers. But then we have dickweeds out there like, oh, uh, who is it? Alex Kaplan for Media Matters. And I don't know, all these people. Vice reporters, Rolling Stone reporters, right? We try to make a freaking PayPal account. We get articles written about us. And us, we get canceled, right? That is, that's not targeting. That's not targeting. We try to do anything. I don't know. Make accounts or hold events. Oh, they get these website platforms to cancel the ticket sales platforms people are trying to use. It's just like, uh, that they do the targeting, my friends. And it's really sick when you think of it. When you boil it down, it is sick because they're denying people the right to, to support themselves, to make a living, to do what they want to do, to be able to put food on the table, right? To use these different websites they're the attack dogs they're the freaking bloodthirsty hyenas they're the kids that got bullied in high school and then they grew up they couldn't deal with the trauma they couldn't freaking get over it so they grew up to be the bullies but here they are just weak puny be human beings that think it's all it's all in the mind it's the mental game they think they're in the right they think they're doing the right thing uh, oh my God. Brings me back to uh, in Dallas when we, Will Summer was getting kicking out and I was following his dumb ass with the, uh, with the camera. He goes, I, I'm not here to cause any harm. <laughs> it was, what did he say? I, I can't remember the exact uses, but yeah, you are. D admit it. What? Denial is not just a river in Egypt, bro. My God. Uh, still on big tech. Apple has reportedly threatened to boot Facebook from the App Store over human trafficking concerns. That's a real headline. Came out today. Apple threatening to boot Facebook from the App Store over human trafficking. I'm more impressed that this is actually a uh, headline. It probably was never going to happen. I highly doubt Apple was going to kick Facebook off the App Store for... Uh, apparently the BBC detailed how human traffickers were using Facebook to sell victims, uh, in the Middle East. And so, so this wasn't like high level people, mind you, who probably also used Facebook at some point or Instagram or other places for their, you know, sick dealings. 
but the BBC was reporting on a Middle Eastern ring organizers using Facebook services. Facebook apparently knew for like a year or two, didn't do anything. Apple is like, what the heck? Uh, Apple and Facebook didn't respond though. So it's probably, yeah, eating their own maybe. I don't know. I'm quite frankly surprised the Wall Street Journal's reporting on this and the BBC and other agent, other outlets, but you know, it goes a lot deeper than that. It's not just a uh, ring in the Middle East. It's also probably high-level people, powerful people also doing uh, similar things. As we've heard, using Instagram and these other platforms, and my God, protect your kids, folks. Protect your kids. Make sure you keep an eye on what they're doing on the internet, okay? They might say, no, mom, no, dad, but... No, hell yeah. It's you bought the device form, right? They're you're their caretaker, their guardian. You <laughs> just you make sure you see what chat rooms they're on. Shit. So, okay. Onward, last subject. UFOs. UFOs. Surprisingly enough, it, uh, UFOs are kind of connected to human trafficking. John Podesta, <laughs> right? <laughs> but anyway, uh like i said it's hitting the mainstream media the ufo subject newsmax reporting on it here a lot of the other ones all they're doing is just parroting though they're just parroting the narratives that come from elsewhere so nothing fancy it's bubblegum disclosure that's what i've been calling it lately bubblegum disclosure and they're saying here a ufo investigations office is going to open in the pentagon let me just tell you guys the, when it comes to the military and the intelligence community, they know a shitload about UFOs and alien life. But those that know about it are in the deep compartmentalized programs, locked away, black, black, black projects, just a select few know. 99% of people in the intelligence community and the military have no freaking clue. They're not read in on those projects. And those are the people that are going and briefing Congress and you know, briefing the world about UFOs. There's people that just, they aren't read in on anything. It's, Congress doesn't know jack shit. They're not told anything special. They think they are, but they're not. And same thing with, you know, the public at large. So, yeah, not much is going to happen from this. But we'll see. We'll see how they try to distract us with it the last three, four months of this year. And on the other side of the spectrum... Not the mainstream garbage limited hangout disclosure, but uh, there's some weird things going on in the like deep UFOlogy world, isn't there? You know, we got new contactees coming out, new insiders, new whistleblower people. Some of the old alleged whistleblower people are getting new briefings again, right? It's 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 really weird. It is honestly, and a lot of it has really left a bad taste in my mouth. I've kind of stepped away from a lot of the tracking a lot of this stuff in ufology world but i don't know I, I think i might watch some youtube videos this weekend and and do a little research to get back up to speed and check out a lot of the claims from these new faces new popular faces in the whole movement and i don't know we'll see we'll see if i stir any shit on telegram this weekend over it i just again i never hope that people are full of shit i don't that's not what i want inside I want the truth. I hope the people are telling the truth, but you know, we have to stick to reality. We can't let our emotions cloud our judgment. Oh yeah, what that person, what I'm hearing from that person, what they're telling me is exciting. It it's getting me happy or it's getting me scared or something like that, right? 
we get a lot of emotions from what people say, but that doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't, you know, we have to set aside what we want to hear to look at what is. The truth is what it is. You bend to its will or you live a lie. And unfortunately, the alternative media, truth media movement, it's very lucrative and there's very little oversight, if any, right? Somebody could could just concoct a freaking story, come into the movement, talk a good game, and here they've got 100,000 followers, sponsors, getting clicks, ad revenue, selling webinars, all sorts of shit. Oh, God, it's bad. It's bad, folks. And some people don't realize how bad it actually is. So props to everybody having the balls to say something about it. I'll be over here just, I don't know, hanging out by myself, talking shit about everybody. <laughs> trying to find the gold in the shit out there. Trying to find the signal in the noise. And I don't know, maybe I'm too obnoxious sometimes. Maybe, but it is what it is. <laughs> I have fun. Uh, at, least I, at least I do have fun. So... Thank you guys for hanging out with me here live for a little while. I'll get, I'll get this up on the podcast tonight on the video channels. Um, we'll get to Q&A now and see you guys on Monday in the next live stream. I'll have some videos coming out over the weekend too. And uh, I've even got like one more, couple more to post today. Go check the video channels out and I'll post. Telegram's my main. Telegram's my main social media for now. I'll put some emails out there from, uh, from my email, newsletters, whatever I got. But yeah, everything I post, everything that goes out will uh, be posted to Telegram for the notice. So take care, guys. See you next time.